0: Welcome to another episode of What They Don't Tell You at the Hair Salon. Y'all know who it is, right? It's me, your homegirl, Adosha Wright, your favorite indie author. That's right. Coming to you live and direct from Cleveland, Ohio. Fall is upon us and everybody is sporting all of their fall digs, you know what I'm saying? Uh, This episode is going to be absolutely wonderful. It is all about children's hair care. Parents, you're going to love this one. School has been a session roughly now for about two and a half, almost three months. So I'm sure you're looking for some hair care tips that is going to confirm that you are most certainly on the right track or you're going to find out, oh my gosh, I'm still doing it wrong. So never fear. This podcast is here to help you out. Also, in case you did not know that as an indie author, I have two wonderful books available. Uh, You can buy them online or you can download those babies on your favorite E-book platform, so I have Curly Hair Adventures. This is a wonderful children's book that takes children on a rhyming uh, journey of diversity in foreign language and encouraging children to love themselves and their hair, of course, authentically. So again, that is Curly Hair Adventures featuring Rose and her favorite teddy bear, teddy hair how about that for a curly hair adventure and then my second book is titled what they don't tell you at the hair salon duh so this is a self-help book it's for male and female Um, i would say starting at about 12 years old and up and it's just basically debunking a lot of myths Um, about hair care and, uh, you know, just teaching you guys how to keep it simple so you're not wasting money and time. So today, again, the podcast is all about children's hair care, but before we get into it, I have my favorite three current events, starting off with the Nerve DJs. Yeah, boy, they had the funky dope 20th year anniversary here in Cleveland, Ohio this past weekend at The Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Of course, they celebrated 50 years of hip hop. They had some wonderful local artists there, you know. Uh, They also had Twista at the end, but the highlight of the night for me, of course, was Cool DJ Red Alert. I was like, oh my God, yes, I did. I ain't gonna lie, y'all. I just grabbed the man, take a picture with me. He was like, girl, bye. No, he was very, very, very nice. So I I met, I saw, and Picture with cool DJ Red Alert. Yeah, but you got to be old enough to know about that part. Um, And so the other highlight of the night was the feature of the bomb diggity, super dope, sporty, or delicious documentary called 216 Legends of the Land. So this documentary actually captured um, the historical. Context and growth and journey of hip hop in Cleveland and the contributions that our hip hoppers had on the entire hip hop industry. That was pretty dope. And so you will get an opportunity to see some of our local talents, such as my BFF Kevin, MC Chill, Her, Down Beats. If you know what I mean. Uh, You also will get the opportunity to see our favorite. Uh, dearly, you know, departed um, uh, radio personality, Liam Tolliver, um, he was like the bomb.com. And then, of course, uh, DJ Cochise, freeze, Ow! defrost, Johnny O and the Sorcerer Crew, uh, DJ Ellery, and a host of other people. The documentary was definitely, definitely on point, And you will be able to see that at the silver Spot. Um, theater. And that's in Pinecrest. That's here in Beachwood, Ohio, which sits about maybe like 15, 20 minutes from downtown Cleveland. If you're going to be in town uh, around October the 25th, the tickets are just $20. And of course you can go over to Eventbrite and check that out. Again, that documentary is called 216 Legends of the Land and it features all three elements of hip hop. You got the music, of course you have the graffiti art, and then you also have break dancing. So if you are a hip hop uh, aficionado or enthusiast or just a lover just like me, then I promise you on everything I own, you will not be disappointed. Okay? Well, what you will be disappointed in in is Florida is still at it with this whole um we ain't teaching black history but it's okay y'all because in this current event series here um the Florida churches are gonna step up well they already have stepped up to teach black history in their churches and other community um organizations are going to be teaching black history as well as um, using some of those banned books and y'all know they was banning all kinds of books down there in Florida from James Baldwin to Maya Angelou uh, to Abraham I mean you name it okay they were just acting a fool down there but that's okay because the churches uh and the community centers are stepping up so big ups to uh those churches in florida and those community centers who are taking their own initiative to ensure that black history gets told in its proper context because i don't know what's wrong with the fools well it's really that governor but anywho i digress um, also, I got to tell y'all, I got tea over here now. Y'all know McKinsey and Company Incorporated. Let me repeat that name again because I know y'all are like, what are you going to say about McKinsey and Company Incorporated? Now, if you are any type of a researcher or you just scour the social media or all of those fancy business magazines, you just have to know that this is probably America's premier preeminent, you know, um, consulting firm. And they consult with everybody okay i'm talking about you name it that's big time they've done it i even saw a documentary that said that they are responsible for like 7-eleven and the gas prices you name it okay mckinsey and company is just like powerhouse okay if you look up powerhouse mckinsey and company is like the definition any uh <laughs> they just have to pay uh they just been told by um uh, a judge A lawsuit has been awarded of course class action that is 23 million dollars in addition to i think uh 56 million almost a billion dollars uh this company has had to pay out for their uh participation and the purdue y'all know purdue that big pharma company was making them opiates so apparently uh this company was straddling both sides of the fence you know so on one token they were consulting with this company on how to promote these opiates and then on the other side they were with the government saying don't take opiates you know so it's like okay they got in a lot of trouble so anywho that's some serious tea because um they do some serious research, so now I'm starting to wonder about them. But, anywho, I just thought I just had to say that. I'm not trying to throw shade on the company, but mm, I'm just saying, I'm just saying. So, let's move right on over into the topic of parents with your children and their hair. Now, in case you didn't know, um, but if you buy my book, What They don't tell you at the hair salon, or if you've just been following me on all the social media platforms and my speaking engagements, of course, you will know it is no big secret that my career as a cosmetologist was fueled by my career as an outreach worker working in the field of social work, doing home visits, and parenting classes. So this particular topic is always near and dear to my heart because that's how it all got started, way back when, if you know what I'm saying. So let's hop right into it. Um, What are the most important things that parents need to know about hair care for their children, be it boy or girl? Okay, so first things first, the moment you decide you're gonna have your baby, I wanna let everybody know that I am with child, okay? I mean, I'm talking about when you're going to tell your husband or your boo thing or your sweetheart or your partner, your wife, um, you know, whoever, um, you're going to have this baby. One of the things you have to keep in mind is that you're not just going to be buying clothes and milk and nursing and all that stuff, you know, going to the doctor, the emergency room, everything that comes with parenting. You, you're probably like, oh my God, I got to buy the, you know, the whole uh, bassinet, you know, the, the, the crib, obviously it's a long time since I had a baby, but anywho, y'all know what I'm saying. Um, you have to, you know, make sure you put in your thought processes or rather including your thought processes, processes is that you are going to be taking care of this baby's hair um, throughout, It's growth from a baby, you know, to a toddler, uh, you know, to a child, to a preteen, uh, to a young adult, and in some instances, adulthood. So I think the biggest mistake that parents make when it comes to taking care of their children's hair, particularly those parents who are not hair savvy, is um, they're looking forward to turning that over to quote unquote, a hairdresser, maybe you're an older sibling or family member. Okay, you can't do that. Okay, take the time to make the time to learn how to care for your child's hair for one reason and one reason only parent child bonding. So, dad, you're going to get involved, mom, you're going to get involved because children love the connection. It has innumerable, immeasurable benefits for you being involved in the grooming process of your child's hair, up until they're about 11 to 12 years old. Now, as a cosmetologist, when people bring their children to me um, at the hair salon, I actually teach them how to do their own child's hair. Um, I know parents are like, well, I don't know how to do. It. I, 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 I'm not, you know, like a indentured servant, if you know what I mean. Okay, um, cosmetology and barbering, these are legitimate professions, and part of our job. Um, is not, um, you know, um, just limited to doing the hair and the service, but we're also teachers, and we are also partners. So I just wanted to make sure I put that out because it's really important. Um, A lot of parents don't take that into consideration, particularly those who have the access and the resources where they don't have to do it. And I think if you have it like that, that is cool. However, children want to be with their parents in those intimate moments and that time in their lives where the parent is helping to mold You know, the foundation of the character, the personality, and to just showing the child how unique and special they are. So don't look at your child's hair care as if, oh, I got money, I can afford to pay somebody. Uh, If that's a given, if you have it, you have it. But to a child, they don't see the money. They see, you're my mom, you're my dad. Are you guys following me? So, Keep in mind, it's all about love, acceptance, encouragement, and helping your children develop into who you and and the child agrees about who they want to be. And keep in mind, parents, you are the role model. You are their Cardi B. You are their Peppa Pig. You are their Spider-Man. You are their their, their, um, uh, Paw Patrol. Remember, you are that person. not outside you are the one okay so that's the psychological part now let's move on over to all right Lydosha, you got your little social work on i hear you all right key, la, la, la. okay 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 um, so next things up you have to prepare uh for your child's care okay keep in mind it's not about how much money you spend i'm gonna say it once and i'm gonna say it again Soap is soap is soap is soap. Shampoo is shampoo is shampoo is shampoo. I don't care whose name on it, okay? If it's the right one for your child, please use it. For all children in America, I don't live outside this country, so I don't know. But in, in the United States, we have children's shampoo that has a low pH so it doesn't sting the child's. Eyes. So I don't care whose name is on it, as long as you know that that first part of the preparation um, is all about having uh, those products uh, that are age appropriate, all right? So we're talking about anywhere from like seven to maybe eight years old and younger, you can use the children's shampoo um, if that child can't close their eyes. So some children don't follow directions very well, and some children can't. So don't force your child into um, adult hair care when it comes to using those products that don't have ingredients that are gentle. So that's really the difference between products that are formulated for adults and products that are formulated for children. It is going to be that pH that will not sting the child's eyes so other than that you're good to go okay next up you want to develop a regimen so just like homework taking a bath brushing teeth dinner time book time prayer time you need hair care time and again this is not gender specific so whether you have a boy or a girl or if you're one of those non-binary parents it doesn't matter hair is groaming. We're not talking about hair styling. We are simply talking about grooming because that is a part of developing the character and just pouring into your child so that They can mature and become what? Their authentic selves. So now you have preparation. You also have your regimen. Next up, it's all about the tools, the products, and what? The goodies, okay? Um, So now the the, the tools are the obvious, your combs, your brushes, your products are the obvious, your shampoo conditioner, your shampoos, your conditioners, and one, maybe two, styling agents. You do, and I mean, to be honest, you could just use two, okay? A shampoo and a leave-in conditioner. I would not bother with rinsing out a conditioner for one reason and one reason only. They can't sit, okay? Children don't want to sit all day for no damn hairstyle, okay? Save it for David wait until they get older so once your child is about maybe nine or ten you can you know go ahead on and start to embellish that uh, home hair care experience but as a professional I don't even use an instant conditioner on my own hair that much because if you're always taking care of it you really don't need it that much however some textures are really dense they're very thick it's very long and you need to put something in the hair to help you manipulate it so on that note yes you can use a conditioner to help you get through the hair however we're talking about you know three years and younger just use a leave-in four or five when you start to see that hair really blossom and really fill out you can go ahead on and begin to use a instant conditioner to help you manage the hair if that is a problem. Your goodies are going to be what your barrettes, your beads, your hair, ba- your um, headbands, uh, you know. Um, scarves whatever you might have uh, to help protect the hair and style the hair now when I say protect the hair I mean put something on the hair before uh, they go to bed at night maybe you have a religion where you know a headdress is required so those are what I would call hair goodies so make sure you have those um, on deck on hand and each child should have their own set of hair goodies Um, And it's all about making that child feel that they are unique and as an individual versus, you know, well, I want my own and he had it first and that was mine. So let's just kind of you know, circumvent that and let them have their own. It doesn't have to be a plethora, a big old box of hair stuff. It could just be an old shoe box or a Ziploc bag. Be creative and allow your child to be involved in that process of creating what? Their own hair goodies, all right? Next up, co-parenting. I know y'all was like, girl, you went there. Yes, I did. Now, here's the issue when someone else has to, uh, help with the child's hair, or maybe you don't want that person to help with your child's hair. Okay. You have two school of thoughts. When the child is in my care, I'm going to do what I want to do. And that depends on the dynamics of your relationship with your significant other. So if that is the dynamic, then you have to relinquish and allow the other parent. To do with the child's hair as they see fit, and hopefully, remember at the beginning of this podcast, what did I say? The moment you decide to have the child, begin that conversation before that night is out, and keep that conversation going, because I know we think, you know, we're going to be with that person forever. But who knows, whatever the case, understand co-parenting has various dynamics. And the one that I just mentioned is one of those dynamics. There are a plethora, but I'm just going to highlight two. Um, the other dynamic is to prepare the child's hair before they leave that there is no hair to do. So you lay out the rules. I have braids, I have locks, I have ponytails, um, you know, I have the headdress. It doesn't matter. Lay it out. Make sure the child is prepped to look nice for the duration of their stay. Now, if they're going to be gone for like a month or two or three, then you have to be open that someone will have to do the child's hair Um, unless you're going to break the child's hair up. But even if you do, a whole summer with no combing, it's torture when it comes down. I'm just giving you something to think about because this is what this podcast is all about, children's hair care. All right, next up, both parents get involved. Mom, don't be the helicopter parent where it's gotta be me what I say dad, don't be the helicopter dad. No, this is what I want. Remember, this is a co-parenting situation right about now. Not solely with the parents being separated, but co-s and working together like a co-op, co-operate team. Okay. So get involved and have these things worked out early on before the baby even gets here that way you guys won't be at three years old i don't want her having those ponytails i won't want her with braids. i don't want him with locks i want him with locks he wants them cut off start the conversation early and of course be flexible it's hair be creative okay it's, it's just hair and keep it simple and don't spend a lot of money because they're little children they're gonna put kool-aid sugar you get the ideal boogers toys you name it it's going in that hair so don't spend too much money um, and don't be so quick to turn your child over to a professional or another family member to help you with that grooming uh, process because remember, at this point, um, hair care is about hygiene. It's not always about looking cute. You can say those adjectives, but at this point, this podcast is pointing out the purpose at a very early age. We're talking about, you know, like eight to nine, nine to eight years going backwards, okay? Um, Just keep it simple and Just don't get too carried away, okay? All right, and then last but not least, give your child a hairstyle that they can mature and grow into. Why? Because the hair will change, okay? It's not going to stay the same. Typically, as a child gets older, the hair gets thicker. Some children's hair doesn't do that, some children's hair does so when you're giving your child a hairstyle keep in mind at some point they're gonna say what I don't like that I don't want that so give them hairstyles that they can grow into as they develop their own personality again as a professional and as a mother nothing is more just dreadful That you wanting your child to stay the same and they are ready to change. And the best way you and the child can get ready for that change is while you're styling their hair at this very early, early age, you're grooming them into um, their own persons by allowing them to wear hairstyles that's going to mature and grow as they change. promise you, um, you'll have less headache. um, The child will be involved. They'll be more inclined to want to take care of their hair. So when you give them hairstyles that they can change and grow and they can have some say-so, they are more apt to be more involved. I know what I'm talking about because I lived it personally. And then professionally, I cannot tell you how many Clients I have worked with as children. And now that they are adults, they don't even pay me to do their hair. Um, And they have children now, okay? So they'll bring their children to me so that I can help them with their children. So I'm talking about I'm working with three generations. So please trust me. I know um, this might sound a little, you know, cheeky. But if you replay this podcast... And really give it some thought before you start listening to all that stuff on social media, running to the mall, going on Amazon, visiting the Ladosha rice store, buying the right hair care products. did not sound too good, did it? Anywho, you know what I'm saying? Don't do that, guys. Even if it's mine. Before you do all that stuff, replay this. You know, uh, whether you just found out you're ex- you're going to be having a baby whether your child is nine months, you know, uh, two years old, five years old, nine years and under, this podcast is going to help you out. Uh, Older children, that's a whole other podcast. This one is specifically for children that's about, like I said, uh, zero till about nine years old, maybe 10, depending on uh, the maturity of the child so I hope this is helping everybody out um, don't forget if you want to see me live and direct you can join me every Monday at 6 o'clock p.m. EST on YouTube with my PNC my partner in cosmetology Cheryl Morrow she's a cosmetic trichologist she uh, she is also the heiress too. The California Curl Empire, and we also call her again the Air Oracle. Okay. Also on Thursdays, you can join us on YouTube at ten o'clock p.m. on uh, um, EST, and that uh, podcast is about uh, Planet Pluto Sudo. We're just pretty much debunking a lot of myths for professionals. And last but not least, please visit. AfroHairscience.com to get your tickets. They're only $65 to the Afro Hair Summit. It's going to be held in Toledo, Ohio on Monday, October the 23rd. And it is going to be held at the Historical Powell's Barber and Beauty Supply. And this is in partnership with the Ohio Association of Beauticians. So Cheryl is going to be teaching um, about Afro hair science. The topics include um, hair loss. She's going to talk about coil mechanics, the future of hair care for Afro textured hair and debunking a lot of myths um, about natural hair. Okay. I hope you guys have found this podcast extremely helpful. Uh, Again, don't forget to follow me on all the social media platforms. And you know when I'm signing, Say when I'm signing out, right? I love peace and hair grease. You know, have a wonderful day, night, whatever. And don't forget to continue to celebrate 50 years of hip hop pop and it all not